What's happening, everybody? Justin, Bridgewater's Finest on YouTube, Blockbuster underscore guy on Twitter, fueled as always by the great folks at Nerd Tees, and welcome to week 16 of my weekly NFL football pick show for the 2018-2019 NFL regular season and playoffs, and I got a lot of energy today. It's the first really big snowfall of the year for us here in Nova Scotia, and it's just enough snow to make everything look beautiful. But more than that, it's Christmas coming up very soon. This is basically the Christmas episode of the show. My birthday's coming up tomorrow. I'm going to be 34, which means I'm an old man, but my birthday's tomorrow. And basically for the first time in months, we had a winning week across the board. First of all, straight up, respectable, 10 and 6, hit the double digits. If you can do that every week, you're in good shape. Has me 141 up and 81 down with the two ties from earlier this season. Against the spread, we were on the happy side of par, just barely. 8, 7, and 1 against the spread last week. We got our fifth push of the season against the spread. Has me 110 up, 109 down with the five pushes against the spread. So we're just that little bit over 50% against the spread for the season and over under just by going with my gut and capping the games the way I think the games are going to go I went 8 7 and 1 on the totals do you know the last time that I was not at 500 but had a week that was over 500 at least one game over 500 you got to go all the way back to week 6 that's depressing as hell, but we did it. It took until week 15, but damn it, we did it. 8-7-1 and one on the over-unders has me 93 up, 128 down, with the three pushes. Platinum, gold, silver, and bronze picks were a bit of a mixed bag this week. Only went three and one straight up. I actually missed my gold pick with the Eagles uh, pulling off that victory over the Rams. Certainly a victory that I did not see coming. Philly beats the Rams, so I miss out on my gold pick straight up. Against the spread, only went one, two, and one. The one that I did get was the platinum pick with Houston covering minus six points against the Jets, winning that game 29-22. to Totals, I went two and two. I correctly told you to go over 41.5 points in my platinum pick of Houston and New York and told you to go over 44 points in Atlanta and Arizona. Atlanta obviously blowing out the Cardinals last week, 40-14. to 14. Finally starting to look like the Atlanta Falcons. So 3-1 and one straight up, only 1-2-1 one, and one against the spread, unfortunately, and 2-2 two and two on the totals. Taking a look at the Bridgewater's Finest and official NFL YouTube prognosticators pick'em pools in week 15 action. We'll start with the Bridgewater's Finest pool. I currently sit in fourth place now out of 42. I've crawled my way into the top five. Let's go back four weeks. Let's go back to after the week 11 games heading into week 12. I sat 12th place in this pool four weeks ago. I'm now inside the top five making that late season push. 1,212 out of 1,793 possible confidence points. That's a clip of 68%. And right now, it's the same percentile clip as our overall leader, if you don't worry about rounding. 
In week 15, I brought in 88 of 136 possible confidence points. That's a clip of 65%. It's a respectable week. It was not good enough, however, to win week 15. Shout out to our week 15 winner, Half Moon's Picks. Half Moon's Picks, a longtime member of the NFL YouTube prognostication community. He wins week 15, 12 and 4 straight up. Actually brought in 98 of 136 possible confidence points. That is a clip of 72% and was good Good enough to win week 15. West Coast Martin remains our overall leader, has the same straight up record as me, 141, 81, and 2, has managed the confidence points just a little bit better, 1,225 out of 1,793. That's also a clip of 68%, which means first place and fourth place were only split up by 13 points. That's one good pick. In the NFL YouTube prognosticators pool, I now sit in a tie for second place out of the 49 people making picks, 112 against the spread wins according to Yahoo's lines out of the 224 games that have been played so far in the NFL. That's a clip of exactly 50%. In week 15, I only got seven of them according to Yahoo's lines, seven of the 16 games picked correctly. That's only a clip of 44%. Certainly not good enough to win week 15. Shout out to our week 15 co-winners, two former and actually one current overall leader in this pool, MN Beast and BTG Jerry. They both went 12 and 4 last week, so 12 of the 16 games correct. That's a clip of 75%, and it was good enough to share in the victory in week 15. MN Beast remains the overall leader as I believe he was last week. He might have shared it with somebody. Uh, no, actually, he wasn't. It was me and uh, it was me and West Coast Martin last week. That's right. MN Beast coming from behind to now take the overall lead. One fourteen out of the one hundred and twenty or two hundred and twenty-four. Sorry, games played. That's a clip of fifty-one percent. It's good enough to be the overall leader. Shout out to West Coast Martin and MN Beast for being our overall leaders. Half Moon's picks MN Beast and BTG Jerry for winning Week Fifteen. Let's take a peek now into Fantasy Corner and see how my eight fantasy football teams did in Week 15 action. Of course, we're now knee-deep into the fantasy playoffs no matter what league you're in. Obviously, I didn't make the playoffs in either one of my Dynasty leagues. We're into the consolation rounds here. In the Professionals Dynasty pool, picked up the loss against Antonio Brown notes. I take on Keith Bailey this coming week. It's a projected win for me. In the Progs League, I beat Matt Coombs, Stat Pack, Matt the NFL Fanatic. I've got a matchup this coming week against Half Moon. See if I can avenge the fact that he won my pool this week. In my public league playoffs, which if you'll remember, I made the playoffs in three of those six pools, which means I only made it in three out of, or four out of eight overall, because I lost in the first round of the Dynasty League. So, <laughs> thumbs down on that one. I went two and one in my public league playoffs last week, which means I've made two finals matchups, and I'm going into a third place game as well. It's not bad, but again, and I feel like that... I feel like I am getting old because I'm like, you know, Sonny, back in my day, you know, last week I made the playoffs in all four leagues and won three championships. So, I mean, it's 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 frustrating to that I'm only in two championship games and a third place game in public leagues this year. But everybody comes back down to the mean. That's a look at Fantasy Corner.
And of course, I'll take this opportunity to remind you, as I always do, that if you go to the description of the video file on YouTube or of the audio file on iTunes or SoundCloud, you can find all of my results from last week, all my straight up against the spread and over under plays for week 16 in the NFL, information on joining the Bridgewater's Finest or NFL YouTube Prognosticators Pick'em Pools for this season, it's never too late, information on joining the NFL YouTube Prognosticators Facebook page, and of course, information on our great friends at NerdTease. Ladies and gentlemen, nerdtease.ca, use that promo code BWFINEST, save yourself 15% at checkout, free shipping in Canada on any order over 75 bucks because of the postal strike, and if you're in the US, boom boom, two clicks of a button, everything's over in US prices, you get a great conversion on the US dollar right now. Today's blend is Tangerine Twist, and I don't know that it's one that I've actually talked about on the show before, it's pretty self-explanatory, it tastes like tangerine, it smells like tangerine, it's smooth and delicious, keeps you warm on a snowy day such as today. Nerdtease.ca, use that promo code BWFINEST, you're going to save all that stuff, you're going to get the free shipping because you're going to order a ton of it because Nerdtease is fantastic. Find yourself something to love or find someone you love something to love, you can do it on Nerdtease.ca. The playoff picture is definitely coming into focus here, but... Not everything has been decided yet. There's still plenty that is up for grabs in week 16. Let's get into the picks for week 16 in the NFL. Let's get started in Los Angeles where the Chargers coming off of the long week having played on Thursday night last week against Kansas City in a victorious effort, might I add, which I did call on this show. We got the Chargers playing host to the Baltimore Ravens. Chargers have won four straight games. They're one of the hottest, if not, in fact, they are the hottest team in the AFC right now with four straight wins, won four of their last five. They've now pulled into a tie with the Kansas City Chiefs for the AFC West at 11-3. and So both of those teams go into the playoffs, but who knows who's going to get those home games. It's, it's a really tight matchup here. And the Chargers, despite the fact that they're playing a Baltimore Ravens team that is above 500, they're right in the thick of the race for the AFC North. Nothing has been decided in that division yet, whether it's going to be the Steelers or the Ravens who are going to get that home game. And the other one, who knows, depending on how everything else falls out, might not even make the playoffs. It's a pretty decent spot, I would think, for the Chargers to be in. You could take it from the perspective of, oh, well, the Chargers already know they're going to the playoffs. You know, why would they, why would they risk, you know, going all out to win a game like this? Yo, if they get a home game or if they get a first round bye, which is still very much up for grabs in the AFC, as a matter of fact, whoever wins this division is likely going to get one of those first round buys. That is a huge carrot at the end of the stick for the LA Chargers. They want that and they want that desperately. I feel like they're in more of a desperation mode maybe than the Baltimore Ravens are because look, we basically know that division is going to come down to what happens in week 17. So it's it's not 1000% imperative for Baltimore to win this football game. It's also not a great spot for Baltimore being on the road. They've always been kind of an average road team. They're only three and four right now. They've only won six of the 10 games against AFC opponents. I just think this is the Chargers game to lose. I don't think it's a game they can afford to lose with the team that they're trying to catch. I'm going to take the home team here. Let's go L.A. on the long week to beat Baltimore in L.A. 
On the line, Chargers are four and a half point favorites at home. I think I got a hedge there, and it's not a good hedge. It's, in fact, what I like to call a bad hedge. But I think I'm going to go Baltimore plus four and a half. It's entirely possible, obviously, that Baltimore wins this football game. This is two likely playoff-bound teams, two very good football teams. It's entirely possible. The Ravens are three and one against the spread this season on the road as a dog of anything. If they're an underdog on the road, they've covered three of four times. So I just think four and a half points might be too many. Chargers win. They might win only by a couple of points. Baltimore could win the game outright. So let's play it a little conservative on this one. Let's go Baltimore plus the four and a half. Total in the game set at 44 and a half points. Let's go 25-23 Los Angeles. That's 48 points. Let's go over 44 and a half. Let's go to Cleveland now, another battle of the AFC North. We got the Browns playing host to the lowly Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe it's not fair to say lowly, but I mean, they are in last place in that division. Both of these teams won last week. Cleveland has in fact won two straight games. They're at six, seven, and one. And look, a season above 500 is very much in the cards here for the Cleveland Browns. It's very much a possibility. They're not even dead in the playoff race yet. Bengals have only won one of their four games within the division so far this season. They got back-to-back division games to end the season, as do, uh, actually, as do Cleveland. They got back-to-back division games to end the year as well. I think this just flat comes down to, I don't trust Cincinnati. Now look, I don't trust Cleveland a ton either, but the fact that I can sit here in week 16 of the 2018 season and say, I trust the Cleveland Browns more than I trust the Cincinnati Bengals, if I'd have told myself that even two years ago or last year, I would have probably thought I suffered some kind of stroke. This is reality. This is where we're at. I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns to win this football game. They've been good at home this year. They've won, I think, what, four of their six home games this year? Four of their six, four of their seven? Four of their seven. They're four, two, and one at home. They're guaranteed a winning record at home this year. But I think they want to go out, make a statement against a division rival. All the momentum in the world will be the Cleveland Browns heading into next season off of what they've done this year. I think their last home game, they want to close it out on a real positive note. I think they do that. Cleveland beats Cincinnati. On the line, Browns are favored by a touchdown. Let's not go nuts. Like I just said, I trust the Cleveland Browns, at least more so than I trust Cincinnati. I don't trust them to be a favorite of a full touchdown. That has taken things a little too far. I would expect that this line will plummet between now and game time. I would expect Cleveland to maybe be four-point favorites, four-and-a-half, maybe even three-and-a-half, depending how heavy people bet the other side of this. To me, this is way too many points. These two teams are pretty comparable, certainly with the way they're playing right now. So let's take those points. Let's go Cincinnati plus the seven points. Total in the game is set at 45. Let's go 26 to 23 in favor of Cleveland. That's 49 points. Let's go over the 45-point total in Cincinnati-Cleveland. Let's go to Detroit now, another divisional battle, battle of the NFC North. We got the Lions playing host to the Minnesota Vikings. And this is one of the more intriguing matchups of the week to me because one team has absolutely nothing to play for. The other team is still fighting for a potential wildcard spot. They're not totally out of that conversation yet. And yet, I don't know, I feel a little spoilery in this one. 
Vikings did win last week and the Lions lost. So look, it's two teams going in opposite directions. But over the last five games, these two teams have an identical record of two and three. Neither one of them performing particularly well lately, and that's more of a surprise of the Vikings than it is of the Lions. This is potentially a nightmare matchup for the Vikings because they have not been good on the road this year. They're 2-4-1. They're going to have a losing record on the road this year. They've been good at home, and that's been the only thing, really, that saved them. The Lions, by no means world beaters in their own building. They've won three of their seven games only, but this is an opportunity for the Lions to finish the regular season at 500 in their own building. That's at least something to say, okay, well, at least we were 50-50 at home, and maybe that's something to build off of for next season, get everybody healthy, come back better in 2019. I actually like the Lions here in the upset, a divisional matchup. They know each other very well. This would, of course, be a death blow to the Vikings' playoff chances. It wouldn't absolutely kill them, but it definitely, definitely hurts them big time. The Lions have a chance here to play spoiler. I think they're going to. Here's an upset pick for the week. Detroit at home beats the Vikings to really hurt their playoff shot. On the line, the Lions are five and a half point dogs at home here. I think this is a line that you would hedge on one way or the other, no matter who you like to win the game. I like Detroit to win outright, so obviously we're going to be on Detroit plus the five and a half. Total in the game is set at 43 and a half points. We're going to go 23 to 21 in favor of the Lions. That is just barely an over of the 43 and a half. Let's go over 43 and a half points. Let's go to Indianapolis now where the Colts are going to play host here to the New York Giants. Colts certainly have not wrapped up their trip to the playoffs just yet. They're at 8 and 6, which means they're in the thick of that wild card 2 conversation, but they're in there with a few teams. They're in there with division rival Tennessee, they're in there with Baltimore or Pittsburgh, whoever doesn't win out of that division. They're even in there with the Miami Dolphins who are not out of this conversation yet. But a team that is out of the conversation is the New York Giants. And this is just me talking, so who knows? I could be completely out of my rear end here. I honestly think the Giants should just shut Odell Beckham down for the rest of the year. I don't think they've made that decision yet, but what's the point? What's the point of trotting him out here in two meaningless games? Even if you won both of them, you still can't make the playoffs. They're meaningless games. Sit the dude, let him get healthy, come back as a dominant force next year because he's going to be pissed off that he only that he didn't get to play the last two games of the season. Motivate a guy like that and he could be world-beating. That's just me. Uh, Maybe I'm completely off base with that. I doubt the Giants are going to do that. I just like the Colts in this situation. Giants haven't been great on the road. Well, they are three and four, which for a team like that is actually better than they've been at home. The Colts have been quite good at home this year at five and two. Colts have won two straight games. They're playing for a lot more. We're going to take Indianapolis in this one. Let's take the Colts on their home field to hang yet another loss on the New York Giants. On the line, Colts are favored by nine points at home. That's just way too many for me. It's another one of those instances where I think no matter how you want to go in this game, you hedge it either way, which is exactly what I'm going to do. The Giants are 6-1 and one against the spread on the road this year. That's because everyone has underrated them on the road all season long. 6-1 and one against the spread away from their own building. Nine points is way too many. We're going to take those points. Giants plus nine. Total in the game is set at 46 and a half points. We're going to go 24 to 20 in favor of the Indianapolis Colts. So we're going to stick under the 46 and a half point total. 
Let's go to Miami now where the Dolphins are going to play host to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Miami, Florida versus Jacksonville, Florida. As we mentioned before, Dolphins are not totally done here in the wildcard conversation in the AFC. I think they need to win out and I think they need some help, but this is a winnable matchup for the Dolphins simply based on the fact that they have played so dynamite at home this season. Six and one in their own building are the Miami Dolphins. And then you look at Jacksonville, they've only won one of their six road games so far this season. They have absolutely reverted back to the Jacksonville of a couple of years ago that had no idea whatsoever how to win on the road. You could barely call this a road game, I guess, because, I mean, look, it's going to take place in Florida. Jacksonville's in Florida. So, I mean, look, you're right there. But I, I just don't think they go into Miami and beat Miami with how good Miami's been in their own building. Let's take the Dolphins here to keep hopefully keep for them anyway their playoff hopes alive we're going to take the Dolphins in a game that they have to win on the line Dolphins are favored by four points at home Dolphins interestingly enough with again how good they've been at home this year they are also three and oh against the spread as a home favorite of less than a touchdown which is exactly what they are in this game as a four point favorite let's take Miami to cover that we're going to take the Dolphins minus four total in the game set at 39 and a half points i'm going to go 27 21 miami in this football game we're going to go well over the 39 and a half point total let's go to new york now where the jets are going to play host to my lowly green bay packers and uh, packers coming in on back-to-back road games they haven't won a road game all year they're going to win this one does that make me sound like an addict slash compulsive gambler sure it does but look This team is too good to lose eight games on the road in a single season. They're too good to be 0-8 on the road. They're not a great team, but they're not a terrible team either. They've got to win a game on the road this year. I'm just playing the percentages. It's only really, truly bad teams that I would think would go winless on the road in a full season. And the Jets are not exactly a shining beacon of how to play in your own building. They're only two and five. They're one and four in their last five games. I, if they're going to win any game on the road, it's going to be this one. Please, God, I know Randall Cobb just got a concussion. I know Brian Balaga still hurt. I know Aaron Jones is probably done for the year. But please, just let them Aaron Rodgers, the Jets... That's the way we're going to go here. Green Bay wins on the road. Despite the fact that it's back-to-back road games, I think they'll hopefully at least win one of them, and that will be this one. On the line, this game's a pick It started as uh, Jets being three-point dogs at home. It's now all the way up to a pick I realize that Aaron Rodgers is dealing with some soreness in his groin, but it doesn't look like that's going to affect his availability. I think Vegas has overreacted to that. I'm going to take Green Bay to win, so let's take Green Bay as a pick Total in the game is set at 44 points. We're going to go by the slimmest of margins here. We're going to go 24 to 23 in favor of the Packers. So we are going to go over the 44 point total. Let's go to Philly now where the Eagles behind Nick Foles doing it again. The Eagles picked up a huge win last week. Now they get to come home. They're going to play host to a Houston Texans team that's on back-to-back road games. Look, the Texans, they've done their job on the road this year. They're 5-2 and two in their seven road games. They've played very well. They haven't wrapped up the division just yet. They're only at 10-4. and four. Both the Colts and the Titans are at 8-6. and six, So they're both still very much in this conversation. Houston has plenty to play for 
in this football game. But they are very firmly in the driver's seat. The Eagles are not. The Eagles are at 7-7. Seven and seven. They're a game back in the division. They're in the thick of the second wildcard race in the NFC with a handful of other teams. Seattle kind of sitting in the driver's seat for a wildcard at 8-6. and six. But there's a couple of teams at 7-7, seven and 7-6-1. Seven, seven, and one. Even a 6-8 and eight team I don't think is absolutely dead in the water. Although I think maybe Carolina might be based on the tiebreakers. But... Philly has to be the more desperate football team here. They know they don't have Carson Wentz. Their medical staff are apparently morons and misdiagnosed a goddamn back fracture. But look, they're not going to have him probably for the rest of the season. It's Nick Foles' team once again. That has to be uplifting to certainly the segment of the fan base that's like, Nick Foles should be our quarterback anyway. Completely ignoring that you have a franchise quarterback in Carson Wentz. Anyway, that's a conversation for another day. I think the Eagles have to take motivation here. They know it's 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 in their hands. They know what they got to do. They probably got to win out. Winning out might win them the division, but winning out will probably get them into the playoffs at nine and seven. I think they have to be the more desperate team between the two. I think Philly's going to win this game. It's a good spot for them in their own building, a team that's on back-to-back road games, a team that won on the road last week. It's tough to do it twice in a row. I think this is a good spot to grab Philly. On the line, the Eagles are only a one-point favorite at home, so we like them to win. It's the smallest of prices to pay, essentially. Let's take Philly minus the one point. Total in the game is set at 45. I'm going to go 23-21 to 21 in favor of the Philadelphia Eagles. That's only 44 points. We're going to stay under 45. Let's go to Carolina now where the Panthers fresh off of essentially giving away that game last week. A very winnable situation for them. An incredible defensive play towards the end of the game. Puts the ball into your team's hands with a chance to go down the field and at least tie the game if not win it. And they just completely pooped their pants on the last possession. Carolina gets to come home now, or or rather stay at home, I guess, because the Saints were in their building last week. They got another division game here. They got to play the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta possibly getting their groove back in that game last week. 40 points. Granted, it was against Arizona, but still, it's 40 points is 40 points. It had to feel good to them to be like, oh yeah, we remember how to score a bunch of points. I mean, they've been a bad road team all season and Carolina's been a very good home team, but I don't know what I'm going to get from Cam Newton. Cam Newton looked as bad last night as I think I've ever seen him look as a quarterback. I don't know what he was doing on some of these throws. It was like he was just like, whenever he went to throw the ball, he like contorts his entire body backwards and then whips his upper body around as he's trying to throw the ball. A lot of people were talking about a shoulder injury. I know he's been sort of off and on the questionable tag for a few weeks. And look, maybe that's what it is. I mean, look, the Panthers have lost six straight games. This was a six and two football team a month and a half ago, and now they're six and eight. So it certainly has not gone well in the second half of the season for Carolina. Is it possibly time to just shut Cam Newton down? Don't think you can make the playoffs anymore. Don't think eight and eight's going to get it done. Do you just shut Cam down for the season? What's the point of sending him out there again in back-to-back meaningless football games? Why would you do that with a franchise player? 
it's possible. Who knows? Maybe he might play the first half or something like that. But I wouldn't be shocked if we didn't see Cam Newton finish the season. Despite how bad Atlanta's been on the road, I think this is actually a pretty good spot for them. I think they've got all the momentum coming into this one after a good performance on both sides of the ball last week. Obviously, it's a greater test for their defense this week against a Carolina team that certainly knows how to score points and has some really dangerous weapons. But if Carolina does not have Cam Newton or has a limited Cam Newton... I really like Atlanta's chances here. I'm going to take the Falcons in the upset. I'm going to take Atlanta on the road in Carolina to beat the Panthers. On the line, Panthers are still four-point favorites in this game. I think this is probably another one. It's not a great hedge, but I think it's one where you probably hedge either way. But I like Atlanta to win outright, so we're going to take the Falcons plus the four points. Total in the game is set at 50 points. I'm going to go 24 to 23 in favor of Atlanta. So we're going to stay under the 50 point total. Let's go to Arizona now. Cardinals are going to play host to the Los Angeles Rams and poor, poor Arizona. Just poor, poor Arizona because now you've got a raging hornet's nest on the other side of the field from you. The LA Rams ain't happy about the fact that they lost that game last week. How could they be? They've been dominant all season. They lose a game like that. They ain't happy. And poor Arizona is going to have to suffer for it, I think. This is about all I'm going to talk about with this game. Rams, I think, are going to win this thing fairly comfortably. I don't see Arizona putting up a ton of resistance in this one. We're going to take the Rams on the road in Arizona to beat the Cardinals. But against the spread we're going a different way we're hedging our bets here we're saying that that's too many points i'm taking the home team with the 14 points the rams as a favorite of more than a touchdown this season or rather a touchdown or more i should say they're only four and six against the spread with how good this offense has been defense eh, you know eh, not the greatest I mean, look, scoring defense sometimes looks good, but total defense, there's some issues with that Rams team. I just think 14 points is too many. I could very easily see this being a 10-point game, which is the way I'm going with it, but 14 points, just too many for me. Total in the game is set at 47.5 points. I'm going to go 29-19 in favor of the Rams. That is just barely, just barely over the 47.5 point total. Let's go to San Francisco now where the 49ers are going to play host to the Chicago Bears. Chicago, not a ton left to play for this season. They know they're going to win their division. They've essentially, I don't think, I think they've played themselves out of a shot at a first round bye. I mean, look, they've played very well lately. I just don't think they're going to catch either the Saints or or the Rams in terms of getting one of those first round buys. So they know they're going to get a comfortable matchup in their own building against a wild card team. That's got to feel pretty good for them. Niners are playing for pride and they've reeled off two straight wins. I don't think that's a team that's good enough to win three straight games. I don't think Chicago has hit the point yet where they're going to start sitting people. So, I mean, if you got a full complement of Chicago Bears out there, I just don't think the Niners are good enough on either side of the football that they're going to win that game, even though the game is in their own building. I like Chicago. I'm going to take the Bears on the road here to beat San Francisco, get another win, get up to 11 wins, and then worry about resting some starters next week. 
On the line, Bears are four-point favorites on the road, so obviously San Fran, a four-point dog. Chicago's been getting it done as favorites of this amount this season. They're 5-2 and two against the spread as a favorite of less than a touchdown, which they are in this game. So we're going to take Chicago minus the four points. Total in this one is 42.5. We're going to go 26-20 to 20 in favor of Chicago. So we're going to go over the 42.5 point total. Now, this is a marquee matchup this week. The New Orleans Saints get to come home having won that game that arguably maybe they should have lost or should have at least gone to overtime. New Orleans finally gets to come home after playing three straight road games. They are on the short week. They got to welcome in the Pittsburgh Steelers. What a game this is going to be. Saints have won two straight games. They're four and one in their last five. They are a dominating five and one in their own building and get to finish their season with back-to-back home games. That's a real good feeling for them. You go up and you look at the Steelers, bit of a different story. They won last week, but they're only two and three in their last five games. Not exactly going in the right direction when you want to make a statement heading towards the playoffs. On the road, they've been pretty good this season. They're four, two, and one. And against the NFC, they have not lost yet this season. They are 3-0 against non-conference opponents. The funny thing about that is, so are the Saints. Unfortunately, in this game, I just feel like everything that the Steelers are good at, the Saints are a little bit better. Steelers have a good quarterback. Saints have a great quarterback. Steelers have a really good receiving core. Saints have a really good receiving core. And I would put those two probably 50-50 all things considered. Steelers have a good run game. Saints have a great run game. Steelers have a good defense. Saints have a really good defense and it's played incredibly well lately. Steelers have been pretty good on the road. Saints have been killers in their own building. I just think it's the Saints game to lose. They don't necessarily need to win the game, but I think that win that gets them to win number 13 probably locks up a first round bye for them, which is incredibly vitally important to the Saints. I think they get that done this week. Let's take New Orleans at home to hang a loss on Pittsburgh. On the line, Saints are favored by six points at home. It might seem like a little much to some people, but I'm actually going to lay those points and take the Saints minus six. New Orleans, 4-0 against the spread in their last four games at home. They started off the season obviously kind of rough at home, back-to-back losses. They've reeled off four straight wins against the spread at home. They're also 10-4 and against the spread this season. So, I mean, look, not only are they winning, they're winning against the spread, I think I said it a couple of weeks ago, there's not a lot of money to be made betting against the Saints against the spread. So let's take New Orleans minus six. Total in the game set at 56 points. I'm going to go a different direction in this one. I'm going to go 28-21 Saints. I think this is all touchdowns, no field goals, and I think it stays well under the 56-point total. And the last game we're going to look at before we get into the platinum, gold, silver, and bronze for week 16, the, I guess, what what would you call it, the penultimate week of the regular season, sees the Seattle Seahawks at home playing host to the Kansas City Chiefs, who have the benefit of being on the long week. Chiefs losing that game to the Chargers on Thursday night last week. You got Seattle, who is really in the driver's seat, again, like I mentioned, for a wildcard spot. Seattle lost last week and didn't look particularly good in doing it, but they've been a good home team this season, as they usually are, 4-2 and two 
in their own building. Now look, the Chiefs have been beating everybody. So the Chiefs are five and two on the road. That's no surprise to anybody. They have lost a game this season, however, against an NFC team. Kansas City obviously still has plenty to play for here. They want to win this division. I just honestly think the Chargers win the division. I think the defense is what wins out there when the offenses are both really capable of scoring points. One is capable of playing defense, the other, eh, not so much. So I think the Chargers win that division, and I think a huge step towards that is I think Seattle upsets Kansas City this week. Second straight game where Kansas City's been a two and a half point favorite, which basically means Vegas doesn't really know what way to go with that game. I certainly do. I think Seattle, bolstered by the fact that they're in their own building, pull off a big win and take a huge steps towards securing a wildcard spot in the NFC. I'm going to take Seattle at home to upset KC. On the line, again, Seattle, two and a half point dog at home. I like them to win outright. So we're going to take that side of the line, Seattle, plus the two and a half. Total in the game is set at only 53 points. We're going to go 32 to 30 in favor of Seattle. Plenty of points in this one, well over 53. All right, folks, let's do it. Platinum, gold, silver, and bronze picks for week 16. We're going to start at the bottom, as always, with my bronze pick, where I'm 10 and 5 straight up, 7, 6, and 2 against the spread, and 4 and 11 hmm, on the totals. Sees the Dallas Cowboys at home playing host to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Typically, I don't like to put teams in the same position two weeks in a row. And if you'll remember my bronze pick last week, I also bet against the Bucks. I took Baltimore to beat Tampa Bay. So I don't like to put them in there two weeks in a row, but this is back-to-back -back road games. You're going to go into Dallas, play a team that's gunning to win their division, has been playing incredibly well since they made that big trade to bring over Amari Cooper. Granted, Dallas did lose last week, I don't think they lose two straight games. Dallas playing too well right now. Dallas wants to win this division. They're going to win this week and do just that. I like the Dallas Cowboys at home pretty comfortably to beat Tampa Bay, who has been a, what's a good way to describe it, terrible road team this year. On the line, Dallas favored by a full touchdown in this one. I'm actually going to take that because the Cowboys are 5-2 and two against the spread at home. They've been winning. They've been covering at home. Let's do it. It is a full touchdown, but I feel pretty comfortable about it. Let's go Dallas, minus 7. Total in the game set at 46.5 points. I'm going to go 27-17 in favor of the Cowboys. A strong performance on both sides of the ball. I like the game to stay under 46.5. Cowboys win. We're going to hammer Dallas minus seven against the spread in a game that stays under 46 and a half points. That is your bronze pick. My silver pick where I'm 10 and five straight up and seven and eight both against the spread and over under sees the Oakland Raiders playing host to the Denver Broncos. Safe to say with nine wins between them this season, neither one of these teams is sniffing the playoffs. Denver has been about as good on the road as they've been at home this season. They're both at three and four, Denver having lost two straight games. They have still won three of their last five. Raiders, I mean, what else can you say? Like, I've been talking about the Raiders being bad all season. I mean, what can you say? They lost last week. They're only three and 11. They're only two and five in their own building. They're 0 and four in the division. Denver's just a better football team. So that's the way I'm going to go in the game. Even though the game's in Oakland, Oakland has won a couple of home games that I felt like they were going to lose this season, and including that game against Pittsburgh. But I mean, 
I just don't. I just think Denver wins. I just think Denver's a better football team. So let's take Denver to pound out this game on the road. Broncos in Oakland beat the Raiders. On the line, Raiders are two and a half point dogs at home. Denver two and a half point favorites. I like them to win. It's a small price to pay. Let's take Denver minus the two and a half. Total in the game set at 44 and a half points. We're going to go 27 to 20 in favor of Denver. So we're going to go over the 44 and a half point total. Denver straight up. We're going to hammer Denver minus two and a half against the spread in a game that goes over 44 and a half points. That is your silver pick. My gold pick where I'm 12 and three straight up only seven and eight against the spread and over under sees the Tennessee Titans at home playing host to the Washington Redskins. Redskins obviously have not been playing very well due to in no small part of course their carousel of injuries. Now they did win last week props to them they won a football game that I kind of thought maybe they might lose against Jacksonville in Jacksonville but of course the wheels have just completely fallen off of Jacksonville look that was a 16 to 13 football game that was anybody's football game right down to the last whistle so congrats Washington you won that game you're not technically out of the wild card race at this point I certainly don't think they're going anywhere in terms of a playoff race seven and seven uh, four and three on the road, three and four in their own building, nothing overly spectacular. You take a look at Tennessee, Tennessee's five and one at home. They might only be eight and six, but they're five and one at home. They've won three straight games. They've won all three games against NFC teams this year. They are in a dogfight for a playoff spot. This is a game that Tennessee cannot afford to lose, and they're not going to lose. Let's take the Titans at home to beat the Redskins. On the line, though, Tennessee's favored by double digits. They're favored by 10 points here, and I just think that's too many points in what I think is gearing up to be a relatively low-scoring game, certainly by this season's standards. I just, I don't know, I just, I don't like... I don't like Tennessee to cover 10. It's worth pointing out Washington is on back-to-back -back road games, so that's certainly not going to feel good for them, and they did win last week. So I don't think they win both of them, obviously, because I'm taking Tennessee straight up. I just don't think the Titans cover 10 points. Too many points for me. Let's go Washington plus 10. Total in the game set at 37 points. We're going to go 24 to 16 in favor of the Tennessee Titans. We're going to go over the 37-point total. Titans win, but we're hedging our bets and going Washington plus 10 against the spread in a game that goes over 37 points. That's your gold pick. And the platinum pick where I am 13 and 2 straight up, 7 and 8 against the spread and 7, 7 and 1 on the totals, sees the New England Patriots playing host to the Buffalo Bills. New England not completely out of the conversation for a first round bye, but I, I, look, they have to win out and get some help in order to actually achieve that. I don't think they're going to get there. So they comfortably know where they're going to sit. They're going to get a comfortable home playoff matchup. But this is a game that New England is not going to lose heading into the playoffs. If New England lose this game heading into the playoffs, they're doing nothing in the playoffs. They're probably going to lose in the first round if they lose to a Buffalo Bills team that's only 2-5 and five on the road. Patriots still have not lost at home. I imagine the Pats will finish either 10-6 and six or 11-5, and five, but that starts with winning this game this week, despite the fact that they've lost two games in a row. They own this division. I think it's I think it's pretty well written in stone. We're going to take New England in this one. Let's take the Pats to beat Buffalo. 
On the line, New England favored by 12.5 points at home, which seems like a really big number for a division matchup, but I'm actually going to take that. I'm going to take those points, lay those points. Patriots minus 12.5. They're actually 4-0 against the spread in their last four head-to-head with Buffalo at this line. The last four times they've played Buffalo, they've beaten them by at least 13 points. So I feel comfortable with this one. Let's take New England to make a statement here. Patriots minus 12 and a half. Total in the game set at 45 points. We're going to go 31-18 New England in this one. So we're going to go over the 45 point total. Patriots win. We're going to hammer the Patriots minus 12 and a half against the spread in a game that goes over 45 points. That is your platinum pick. There you go, folks. Those are your picks for week 16 of the 2018 NFL season. It is time now for the patented comment of the week. I actually had a really tough decision on the comment of the week this week. There were two really, really good comments this week, but I think I got to skew with my guy, Half Moon's Picks, Mr. Coleman. He's going to get the comment of the week this week. His comment from the week 15 video was, Lions lose to Buffalo for sure this week as they haven't won back-to-back road games since the pet rock was a thing. Good luck this week. Your picks have been on point. Well, Mr. Coleman, Mr. Half Moon's Picks, Your comment was on point. Yours is the comment of the week from the week 15 episode. There you go, folks. Week 16 is in the books. Enjoy the games of the penultimate week of the NFL season for 2018. Good luck in your fantasy championship matchups if you happen to be there. Best of luck to you. I'm hoping to pull down a couple of titles myself, as I mentioned earlier in the show that's it for me justin bridgewater's finest on youtube blockbuster underscore guy on twitter fueled as always by the great folks at nerd tees have a very merry christmas a happy holiday there's a bunch of different holidays that take place in the month of december and this time of year so however you celebrate have a great time be safe this holiday season i don't want to lose any of you you know be good to each other have a great time see you next week Thank you.